independent thought, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Let's start real world for just a second before we get to insanity. And I say that not in jest, but in reality. Uh, when it comes to Kanye, we'll talk about that in a second. Jobs, 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 because at the end of the day, life is about your life, the economy, how things are going. Jobs report out today. Nearly every day in the last few weeks has brought news of another round of layoffs in the tech industry. But the rest of the economy has more than made up for the loss. The Labor Department reports that U.S. companies created 263,000 jobs last month, even as the Federal Reserve worked to tamp down inflation by throttling hiring. The unemployment rate in November held steady at 3.7 percent. Yeah, so uh, we created jobs. Uh, unemployment's still there. But then you look today and you got tons of companies starting to lay off again. Big things. Uh, it, the media industry is taking a huge blow right now. Yesterday, uh, CNN started what they said will be the first round of layoffs and buyouts. Again, which is a big news organization. They're getting rid of a bunch of people today. Tech companies across the board are laying off at a decent rate. But I saw the uh, guy who runs LinkedIn. He said, look, so much of this is what they call a refocus, meaning we have opportunities when times were good. We only needed 40 employees. We hired 50 or 60 because we could get away with it and made things a little bit easier. We're scaling back, streamlining and and kind of coming in, in, in par with where we need to be. But there are still plenty of jobs available out there, but just not for some people in the way that they want. Uh, you know, those like you may want a certain job that might not be available. We don't know where we're going. Interest rates, that's going to be very interesting as we head in this, because depending on who you're talking to. Right. Depending on, you know, it, it, is it. Inflation starting to cool. Are we going to raise it a half a point? A lot of economists say if we get to about a half a point raise rather than three quarters of a point, that means we may have turned the corner and got past what was that, what was a mini recession. We may have had a a, a landing-ish. If we raise it three quarters of a point, that means that maybe the future, i.e. early next year, which is less than a month away, could start to really see things go south. It's not like the 2008 recession or financial crisis. It's actually going to be much worse than that. Uh, this is just the beginning. I think we've been in a stealth recession all year, but I think the recession is going to get much worse in 2023. Is it possible? Absolutely. It totally is. That's uh, economist Peter Schiff, who is uh, he's, he's a broker. He, he's a very interesting character. His kind of claim to fame was when 2008 happened, everybody blamed it on the 1%. He was part of the 1%. He went down to Wall Street, walked around, just interviewed people, talked to people for hours about, uh, and, and you can still go back, it's all relevant. You can still, you know, about job creation, how economy really works in the whole nine yards, rather than just yelling at people that are rich and pissed and angry. And it was very interesting. He thinks things are going to get worse. But what's also going to get a lot worse is inflation. Because one thing that's kept the lid on consumer prices in 2022 has been the strength of the dollar. But I think the dollar has lost uh, that strength. It had the worst month in 12 years in November. It's off to a horrible start in December. I think we're going to have a currency crisis in 2023. And that's going to fuel the inflation fire just as the unemployment rate is really spiking. And this recession is kicking into a higher gear. Possible. It is. And that's that's the real world. Right. 
Twitter, all the other stuff, nonsense. That's that's not real. This is the real world. We live in a bizarre time right now. We're not quite sure where we're going. Are we up? Are we down? Are we sideways? Are things good? Are they bad? They feel a little bit of both at times. It's it's it is frustrating. There are pockets of the economy that are doing quite well. There are other pockets of the economy that are feeling completely uncertain. And there are other parts of the economy that you're looking around going, holy moly, this could be a good time. Gas prices coming down. Yeah, that's good. That's very, very good. They're dropping. Why is it dropping? Well, part of it is demand. People are slowing down a bit on their spending, but also some major oil refineries in the U.S. are back in action. And unpredictability for the, from those COVID lockdowns in China has oil traders concerned. So the price of oil has dropped significantly. But again, how low will it go? Well, Gaspody believes that the national average will drop to under $3 a gallon by Christmas. Yeah, we're sitting right now where I got gas yesterday at 347-ish, right around there, uh, coming in into Phoenix. It was 429 in some places, but $4 in others will be a little bit higher than the rest. But could we see that $3-ish range? Yeah, it's possible. Well, wouldn't that help inflation? It would help inflation. Absolutely. There's no doubt about that. Still, there are areas where prices continue to climb. Egg prices up 43%. Coffee prices up 15% from a year ago. Rents up 7.5%. Those are still areas that need to come down, and they are costing American families about $433 more every month on the same goods and services. So that's almost six grand a month. I mean, a year. That's, 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 That's spendy, right? Now, Poultry has gotten cheaper. By the way, restaurants are going to, they're doing a great discount in the poultry world right now. Just to let you guys know. So uh, they're going to be serving a lot more poultry than they are beef. But it, these are all little things that we think about. You know, we're going shopping this weekend. It's our, like, you know, ever two and a half, three weeks we make a run and we're going shopping this weekend. I dread what it's going to cost tomorrow, you know, because it's been so damn expensive. You know, but I'm feeding five people. So it's, I don't know, that's the stuff that matters in life. At the end of the day, it's still the economy, right? We got through the midterms and at the end of the day, it's still here. And yes, there's still a race. We'll touch on a little bit uh, this weekend. You know, somebody said yesterday, I'm paying attention to it. I'm like, great, you're paying attention. The rest of the country's kind of moved on. Well, they'll control Congress. Democrats already can control Congress and they're not going to get rid of the filibuster. If they got rid of the filibuster, chaos will ensue. Chaos is going to ensue. Right. So having a majority at this point, you're not getting 60 votes on most things. So at the, at the end of the day, what are we going to do? I think the most interesting thing about this is the Trump factor. Trump has not been around. Trump, I think, was told, do not come. And he pretty much has listened. Uh, you know, uh, the Georgia governor has been out on a daily basis. And a bunch of other people have well, but the, you know, the Republicans are facing, I think, an uphill battle because I think not having Kemp on the ticket is going to hurt Herschel Walker. And, uh, you know, some of the things he has said over the last week, even including the fact that, yeah, of course, I live in Texas, but I'm campaigning here kind of stuff. You're like, what? He is just uh, he said it's the whole thing is a hot mess. And the Republicans have themselves to blame for this. So we're past all that, though. Now we're looking at holiday season. Stressed out. We're going to talk a bit about that. We're trying to put stuff together. We'll talk a bit about that. Where do we go from here? We're going to talk about all of those things. But the looming thing about the economy is sitting right in front of us. 
which is nobody really, this is the most bizarre because of what took place in China, because of the things that have gone on in China and still continue to go on, because of Ukraine, yes, and there's all of these things. The fact that we printed money like you could not believe and handed it out to people, and people were sitting on gobs of cash and then spending the hell out of it. All of those things, we kind of all were a part in this nightmare. And the fact that we didn't raise rates, we pumped tons of money into the market on top of handing money to people. It's, you know, we, we, it's self-inflicted wounds potentially. And Peter Schiff thinks it's going to be worse. I've heard other people, you know, I mean, it's, it's, you, you talk to 50 economists about where the economy's going. You're going to probably get 50 different opinions. Now, some of them might overlap. But for the most part, you're going to probably get 50 different opinions. And you and I both know, as the economy goes, so goes a lot of this stuff. Have we avoided the worst, or is the worst yet to come? 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show. Your Twitter, your Instagram, we are going to get to it. Yesterday, if you didn't hear, Kanye lost his mind. You know, there's a point where there's no coming back. But I got some questions that I want to ask some people, and you being the people out there about this because i think this is a fair question to ask do i think there's coming back from this i don't i don't he was kicked off twitter today as well because of uh, inciting violence he posted a star of david and a swastika in one uh i just he is uh he, let's just say this if you haven't heard he made Alex Jones, I was once, oh, we're here, we're going to talk about, oh my God, are you, t- gay frogs, we're going to talk about gay frogs, and he's like, Nazis, and I'm like, what? <laughs> like, it got, it got to the point where the people that were with them that normally never shut up in their real lives looked shocked and stunned, and it got weirder than that, including a butterfly net and a, uh, what is it, a, a Yahoo or Yoohoo drink. That's I'm that's where this went. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show. Twitter on top of that, I'm gonna have your yes kids. Are you ready for it? Your prediction? Tomorrow's game. Got your NFL picks today as well. Did we create a wormhole and have we created our own demise? It's very interesting what we did. Do we have a uh oh, what have we done scenario? It's always been people want to know how the world's coming to an end. It's not an it's not a meteor, it's an idiot in a lab. <laughs> Who thought it was a good idea, but didn't think it was going to work, if that makes sense. 323-538-2423. Hey, you know, we are talking earlier about poultry, chicken. Prices are dry, dropping a little bit, but there's still beef. Like, could, Don't even worry about that. Omaha Steaks is going to make your holidays so amazing. So last night, got home. Oh, my wife. They surprised me. They got another box of burgers and hot dogs. And my daughter, Charlie, she's four. Getting her to eat anything sometimes is, but she will eat their hot dogs. And she had two hot dogs last night, and it was, she's like, Dad, she came over, she took a bite of my hot dog. It was awesome. 
I love it. I had burger and a hot dog last night from Omaha Steaks. It's great. We've got pork chops we're going to have this weekend. We've got steak. Omaha Steaks, it's all the holiday gifts you need to make your holidays amazing. You will win at Christmas. You will win this year. And on top of that, you're going to be giving a gift of love from the heart and for the stomach, and you'll probably be able to share in that. That is nice, right? Remember when you were a kid and you're like, Mom, you didn't want an Atari? This is one of those things where like, oh, my God, I love the fact that you got me surf and turf. Do you want to have some now? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Right now, go to omahsteaks.com, 100% unconditional money-back guarantee. Uh, get yourself the best, the best steaks around, period, case closed. The best burgers, the comfort food you love, pork chops, chicken breasts, hot dogs. Oh, yeah. Do it right now. And use code Benson on the way out. Guess what? You save an extra 30 bucks on top of the fact that many of these things are 50-plus percent off. OmahaSteaks.com. Code Benson on the way out. Extra $30 off. OmahaSteaks.com. Code Benson. OmahaSteaks.com. Code Benson. Use it now. You will be very happy. Chad Benson Show. Do what you know how to do, because when you do what you do, what you know how to do. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. And then they passed us a baton. And the question is, what will we do with the time we carry the baton? You either smoking something or you just dumb as hell. Who doesn't love a yellow school bus? What? Oh my God. Get your ass on that school bus and go home. Meet me. I call myself a joyful warrior. The Chad Benson Show. I saw Weston play a great ball over the top, and uh, my opportunity was there to just to beat beat the defender to the ball. And uh, I was just able to do that and, uh, you know, paid the price for it a bit. I, I uh, took a knee, um, you know, you could see the video just to a nice pelvis area. It, it, it was not nice. Um, but uh, obviously very painful, but, um, yeah, feeling better, feeling better now. Christian Pulisic, uh, our hero from the other day, scored the goal. He didn't want to say it, and he was him and Han. They're like, you know, because they answered, they're like, what is a lower pelvic contusion? And he's like, well, the pelvis bone is there for a reason. And he goes, you guys are asking, essentially, uh, did I get kicked in the balls? <laughs> he goes, it was there. So uh, he is uh, he is more than likely going to play. I don't see him not playing. And I'll break the down uh, the game for you in a little bit and give you my prediction. But yesterday, I was telling the guys, I watched, uh, the games are very exciting. At one time, yesterday, the past two World Cup winners, Spain and Germany, right? So... They they were out because it's they because they play the the game the group the last group games at the same time so teams can't cheat because it's happened before where two teams basically say well you I know mean, as long as we tied nothing happens so we'll pass the ball back and forth so you know so they have to play at the same time so what ends up happening is uh, the game's going on at one time Japan was winning which they ended up winning and Germany was down which means they would have been both of those teams would have been out. Germany ended up being out anyways, uh, and it was uh, Belgium was out yesterday. 
it was it was fun. It was chaos to watch. But during the Germany game, and I talked to a few of the ladies around here yesterday during the Germany game. It was an all female team of referees, lines lines women, and the the head ref. They did a great job, a fantastic job. You know why? Because you barely knew they were there. But the question I had for some of the ladies was this. Some of the fouls that happened yesterday, I think if it was a male referee, the, the, the players would have gone off. But they didn't. <laughs> I think they turned and looked and go, oh, my mom's watching. <laughs> but they were fine. You know, it's like, oh my God, is he, it's historic. No, they did what they were supposed to do. They did, they did a great job. They went out and refed and these women are professionals and stuff. But it was, it was funny though. I like the fact that they didn't, the guys didn't throw fits because they can, as we all know in soccer, the rolling around and all of that stuff. And it, it didn't happen yesterday and they didn't argue as much. Now, is it because they were women? Because if that's true, you're treating a man different. If I'm a woman, I want you to treat me the same way you treat the, the man in that situation. Don't you think? 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Uh, he, speaking of Twitter, he's off Twitter now. Citing violence is what uh, Elon Musk said. So Kanye off Twitter. He uh, always seems to find somebody willing to interview him. Yesterday, he was on with Alex Jones. And boy, did that turn into be something insane. Talk about that straight ahead. Chad Benson Show. Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Chaos, craziness, lunacy, you know it, I know it. If you haven't heard, I'm sure everybody has, whether it be from Twitter or the television. Uh, Kanye lost his bleeping mind yesterday, and here's something I want to say. He's nuts. Schizophrenic. I don't even think he's bipolar. I think I heard several people say he's schizophrenic. It was something to behold. What took place yesterday was so bizarre. So we sat down with Alex Jones, right? So this is Alex Jones, right? This is the guy. Oh, the frogs are gay. The frogs are gay. Frogs are all gay. There's a bunch of gay frogs. You guys know it. I know it. Everybody's frogs gay. Gay frog. Right? It's Alex Jones. He sits down in the uh, Balaga. Is that how you say it? He's got this hoodie on, but it's like a ski mask. And you can't see his face. He's got this other big jacket on. At one time, he brought out a butterfly-like net and a Yoo-Hoo bottle and started doing voices. But for all the craziness and chaos, 
He not only tripled, doubled, quadrupled down, he went the full Monty when it came to his love of the Nazis. Yeah, I, don't, I don't like the word evil next to Nazis. I think we need to look at... <laughs> oh, my goodness. The most Nazi-like activities I've seen, and, and the Nazis, in my view, were thugs that shook people down to a lot of really bad things. But they did good things, too. We're going to stop dissing the Nazis all the time. I love Jewish people, but I also love Nazis. Uh, excuse me? I love Jewish people, but I also love Nazis. we got to stop knocking it down. Right, because there's a bunch of good ones out there. You guys just are missing out. I don't think Hitler was a good guy. I get the uh, the Hugo Boss uniforms, amazing. Uh, but I mean, just because you're in love with the design, you're a designer. Can we just kind of say like you like the, the you like the uniforms? But that's about no, it. No, we we no. I, there, there's a lot of things that I love about Hitler. A lot of things. Hey, uh, Netten, what did you think about that, Netten? This is insane. You are an insane person. As you can hear from his voice, he brought out a net. Yeah. And with the Yahoo or the Yahoo, net and Yahoo. And the reason is, is because he believes that Jews are trying to kill him. Uh, that also uh, is a change of pace from the MK Ultra that they're also coming after him. But uh, they tried to take down his airplane, the Jews. This is where he is. Now, we're at the point during this interview where <laughs> even Alex Jones is like, I'm feeling uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, I, you look, I, I hate Hitler, and those guys are a bunch of bastards, and I want to be part of that. And, you know, I'm in a lot of trouble. You guys are you know, spending a lot of money. In those. But he was off the rails. I love everyone, and Jewish people are not going to tell me, you can love us and you can love what we're doing to you with the contracts and you can love what we're you know what we're pushing with the pornography but this guy that invented highways invented the very microphone that i use as a musician you can't say out loud that this person ever did anything good and i'm done with that i'm done with the classifications every human being has something of value that they brought to the table especially hitler and he didn't kill 6 million Jews. That's just, like, factually incorrect. Well, did he himself, as an individual, kill 6 million Jews? He did not. Did he orchestrate and, with others with inside the regime that he created, come up with the final solution that killed 6 million Jews and brought upon a war that ended up costing countless millions of lives over a four-year period? Yes. He did. That's on him. He did not invent highways. Did he put in infrastructure to try to get every German to work? And by doing that, again, building up something so he could take away something. Steal all your freedoms while giving you the freedom of economic success. Yes. And so the, you know, the, the pushing of the auto bonds and the building the highways across and all the things that he had visions for so much of that wasn't about, I want all the German people to work. I want to steal everything I possibly can as far as their freedoms go, because I have a different plan. And that's what he did. He did not invent the microphone. Emil Berliner would probably be the one uh, who was a American German born, you know, but he no was not him who invented the microphone.
for the love of God. He's not done. Ari Emanuel, how you like that one? Hey, Ron, you're going to do anything to fix Chicago? They want to separate and confuse the Christians and make us afraid to stand next to each other. A Christian can stand next to anyone. We can go visit R. Kelly in prison. We can go talk to Harvey Weinstein. That's what Jesus did. Yes, because Jesus can save everyone. Yes, that's exactly what Jesus did. 100%. Jesus did do that. He didn't hang out with R. Kelly, but yes, he saw the, 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 all of the bad that was out there. He didn't come to save the people that were righteous. He came to save the people that struggled, which is everyone, by the way, because everybody's a sinner. But there, that's what he did. That being said, when he talks about, you know, Hitler was a Christian. No. In fact, read Mein Kampf if you want to. <laughs> His goal was to destroy Christianity. Uh, but he lost his mind. He did. And I'm going to say this. I do believe that he is mentally unstable. And the question is this. I don't think there's a way back from any of this. I don't. But what if he was schizophrenic and he was in a hospital for seven months, a year, whatever it was. And he came out and he said, I don't, you know, I don't know any of that. stuff. I, I don't remember any of those things. I mean, you know, like I, 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 you know, he could say I said those things, but I don't ever that how I got. Th- now, I don't think that'll ever happen with Kanye. I think Kanye is done. Uh, I think he is. He is absolutely completely just I, I and stop giving him a damn microphone. I'll tell you this now. If they called today and said he wants to be on your show, I don't want him. I feel he's mentally disturbed, and I don't want him. I don't want him spewing his BS and his hate. And and by the way, you're not going to reason with somebody who is in a position that he's in. If that's your goal, is to have a conversation and think, well, I could change hearts and minds. No, people are exploiting it because I know he's going to go anywhere and say crazy things, and they're going to get on the news. But if the Zionists can get us so afraid that they're going to do what they've been doing to me, attempting to put me in jail, freeze my accounts, smearing me on the media, all of these things... You know, you put on the whole armor of God and they will not be able to break your spirit. Yeah, not be able to break your spirit. That's what they're not going to be able to do. They're not going to break your spirit because the Zionist and the, they're going to take my plane down. And they're, What the hell are you talking about? Lost the plot. And it's sad. And it's sad to watch somebody melt down. He also was asked about, you know, because he, they finalized the divorce a while ago. So they got a quick divorce. But the finalization of the money came through the other day. where he's paying $200,000 a month in child support. Okay. Uh, when I asked about, like, you know, what about your kids? Because I look at this and I think, dude, you got kids. You got kids who are not only watching this, but you got kids who are growing up in a spotlight already. And yes, they're blessed with a lot of stuff, but they're also, their dad's melting down. He's saying stuff that's absurd. It is, it's, I mean, my God, for a moment, think about, but he's, 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 he's lost it. Think about your kids going to school. Last time I checked. You know, might go to school with somebody who's Jewish. Might. Oh, yeah, it's a possibility. 
it's it's uh, it's sad. Stop. I mean, several years ago, I remember uh, was it Shelley Duvall was on with Doctor Phil, and I thought to myself because she was super disturbed, and I said to myself, she shouldn't be on television. We're using her her loss of everything in her mind and all of these things as a entertainment. And I feel like that's what's going on here. People are also now, you know what? He's, he's not making music. No, you know, not, all that stuff's gone. He may make some stuff. I mean, he's going to release it. I, I don't know who's going to carry it. But the, the thought is, is, is it's entertainment now. And it, and it feels kind of dirty. It does. It's sad. And again, I think of the kids. I think of your kids and a situation like that where, you know, you, you, you're, you're famous by default because of your last name and who your mom and dad is. And your dad now is the face. Somebody said, I said, you know, it would be hard to argue against him being the face of, of, of you know, of, and the voice right now of anti-Semitism. And Nazism. It's hard to argue against. Crazy, right? You mean the brother? Yeah, the brother. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. All right, coming up. Boom. Give you my pick. This weekend's big game. Tomorrow, the United States take on the Deutsch. The Dutch, the Ange. Give my pick. Tell you who I think is going to win, what I think is going to go down, and what our chances are. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash chat. Go to Rough Greens right now. Get yourself a free bag of Rough Greens. Got vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369. All of this incredible stuff that is delivered directly to you for free. It is a supplement that goes on top of your dog's food. And all you do is just sprinkle it on top of your dog's food a couple times a day whenever you feed them. And that's it. You don't change your dog's food. You don't go out. There's not some wacky formula. You watch what happens. Your dog struggle with allergies, skin issues. Maybe they got digestive tract issues, low energy. Maybe they got aches and pains. You watch what happens when you give them this amazing supplement. Right now, they're going to give you a bag for free. All you have to do is cover the cost of shipping. That is it. RUFFgreens.com slash Chad. Get yourself a free bag right now. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Chad Benson Show. Welcome to Tribal Free Radio. Information over affirmation. Facts over fiction. It's ridiculous, and I want you to know that. You call it ridiculous, we call it reality. That's a crock. Real over fake. God help us. You want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. The Chad Benson Show. Fighting truth decay the American way. The week's most powerful new release Slaves are free Is the slavery drama Emancipation Starring Will Smith That's in select theaters And streaming next week on Apple TV Plus The only movie opening in theaters across the country Time for some season's beatings Is the Santa Claus action thriller Violent Night Starring David Harbour And new streaming this weekend The steamy period romance Lady Chatterley's Lover Hits Netflix Along with the animated Scrooge A Christmas Carol And Sunday Night on Showtime Stand by Michael Shannon and Jessica Chastain star in George and Tammy about country music legends George Jones and Tammy Wynette. Yeah, some stuff. Uh, uh, 
the whole emancipation thing, everybody says it's amazing, but can't get past Will Smith. You're like, oh, yeah, so that's that's a thing. <laughs> I got a great meme sent to me yesterday. <laughs> Will Smith says, I will slap Kanye if it gets me out of being canceled. <laughs> you do that and we'll we'll talk. All right. The thawing will have the thawing will have begun. And yes, I want to see Violet Night. I've read several reviews to say it's hilarious, it's funny, and it's exactly what it sounds like. Violet Night, where Santa, John Leguizamo leads a bunch of people into this rich people's house, and their daughter gets a like a little walkie-talkie, and it's supposed to be able to talk to Santa Claus. And it actually does. And he's in the house, and guess what? There are a bunch of bad guys in the house, and he decides that they're all on the naughty list, so he's going to take them out. Looks kind of fun. That's the kind of Santa Claus movie I like when it's just me, kids. It is the World Cup. It is time. It is this weekend. Oh, baby. Who's ready for it? Me. Me. That's who's ready for it. I'm pumped. I'm excited. Let's get it going. We're confident against, uh, against anyone. Uh, we just have to go out there and apply ourselves and, and do what we have to do to get the job done. Yeah. And it's going to be a tough game. So who do we play tomorrow? We take on the Dutch. They coined the phrase way back in the day, total football. What is total football? Everybody can play every position. If you're a forward and, and, you're, and, and the guy that's a winger or defender goes and makes a play, you could step back and you could take his position. Everybody knows it's called total football. They are amazing. A country that small who has produced some of the greatest players in history, including the likes of Johan Cruyff, uh, Vin Jansen, who was my coach when I was younger, uh, played in the played in two back-to-back World Cup finals. I mean, this is finals. I mean, these, these, these are some of the best players on the planet. And we face two big ones tomorrow. Cody Gapko, who is the big goal scorer for them. He's 23. He's wanted by all these teams. And oddly enough, he stayed another year. He plays in Holland still for a team called PSV. PSV Eindhoven. It's a small team compared to Manchester United and Chelsea and Inter Milan and, and Real Madrid and Barcelona. All these teams want him. But he stayed another year. And he is scored in every game. And then they have the best defender, arguably, in the world in a guy named Virgil van Dijk. It will be tough. If you were to say who's better at soccer, the Dutch or the Americans, you're going to go, totally, the Dutch. We're much better than we used to be. When I played soccer, when I first came up, I loved the game. My first few coaches, my dad included, he was reading the book during the game trying to figure out where to place us because he had no idea. He had no idea. Defenders can cross the half line. He didn't know. Goalies can only pick the ball up in what bot? No idea. Zero idea about any of the game. Why? We have the best athletes on the planet. People ask us, why aren't we most dominant in the world? Well, because our athletes have choices. In many of these countries, they have choices, but really there's a choice. And then there's little choices. But these kids that are playing now, they've grown up with coaches that are all major players who were not just playing for the U.S., all over the world. They've grown up with the best coaching, the best nutrition. We're as good as anybody in, in, in our midfield. We lack a bit up front in scoring, and I think our defense is good, not great. 
But I think we have a chance tomorrow. I think it's going to be a tough game. And starting tomorrow, it's extra time. So there will be a winner tomorrow. There's no ties from here on out. I think we win it in extra time, 2-1, to one, and we advance to the quarterfinals. If we do that, the chances are we would play Lionel Messi and Argentina because they take on the Socceroos. G'day there, the Socceroos. That's what they're called in Australia. And uh, uh, I think they're going to get by them uh, fairly easily. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. Twitter, tweet, text. Love hearing from all of you. Tis the Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Hello. Hope you are well on this beautiful Friday. It is the holiday season. And hoop-dee-doo. Hey, I say that because it's the end of the year. It's the holidays. People are looking back going, did I get all the things I needed done last year, you know, this year? And did I do the things I wanted to do? Uh, we came into it still kind of in a bizarre pandemic-ish mode. But, uh, you know, we're uh, I'm in Arizona. If you guys know this, I'm in Phoenix. We have the highest concentration of COVID. In the, there is not one county in Arizona that isn't on, like, super high whatever. That being said... Nobody cares. We've moved past it. RSV, all of the other things. And we started the year out with all that. Eh, we've moved on. We've gone through. We we, we saw uh, another country in Europe attack another country in Europe. Sanctions, oil price. I mean, all of this stuff that has happened. And we went through midterms that were chaos and hell. We saw Roe v. Wade overturned. And... It's still always about the economy. Stupid. That's it. So what about the economy? What about jobs? Nearly every day in the last few weeks has brought news of another round of layoffs in the tech industry. But the rest of the economy has more than made up for the loss. The Labor Department reports that U.S. companies created 263,000 jobs last month, even as the Federal Reserve worked to tamp down inflation by throttling hiring. The unemployment rate in November held steady at 3.7%. Here's the thing about jobs. Again, normally when you see a recession, what do you see? You see jobs slow down, jobs start to go away, uh, and you're starting to see some of that. But other places are still hiring. It's a weird, weird, weird time. I mean, it is. It's bizarre. It's like, yeah, we 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 got to figure something out. Because uh, we don't know where we're going. That uh, that being said, there's still plenty of jobs available. We did see strong gains in leisure and hospitality, about 88,000 jobs, but we're still below pre-pandemic levels in that sector. And that's where a lot of the aggressive hiring has been over the last several months. And that's probably where it's going to continue to be throughout 2023. Yeah. Those jobs are there. Tech jobs. A lot of struggle going on there. So the guy from LinkedIn CEO said, hey, look, here's the deal. 
uh, in when times are good, sometimes we we have a tendency to overhire. If we need fifty jobs, we might hire for seventy jobs, uh, and and now we're reconfiguring where we are and trying to bring things back to a normalish level, uh, but they're not hiring anymore. I will just say, during one of the breaks, I spoke to a friend of mine. I do a ton of voice work for them uh, every once in a great while, not not as often as used to. And uh, their company, he told me today, is laying off a ton of people. Gannett is laying off a ton of people. There's jobs available, may not be the job you want. Now the question is, what do we do with the interest rate? Because depending on who you're watching, 0.75, we got ugly coming. Half a percentage point, we may have passed the worst of it when it comes to the economy. 6% 6% year-over-year is still pretty high inflation, especially when the Federal Reserve wants to see inflation around 2%. We're a far cry from that. So the Federal Reserve is going to have to continue raising interest rates to try to bring inflation down, and it could take a good chunk of 2023 to do that. Wow, that's crazy. I don't know. Again, do I think this is the worst time? Uh, no. Do I think it's the best time? No. But there are people out there who think this is just about ready to get uglier than we could imagine. It's not like the 2008 recession or financial crisis. It's actually going to be much worse than that. Uh, This is just the beginning. I think we've been in a stealth recession all year, but I think the recession is going to get much worse in 2023. I agree with some of that. I don't know about how much worse it's going to be. Uh, because I still think we have issues with supply chains. I don't think the world's cranking on all of its cylinders, which, you know, there's a lot of things that play into this. Uh, but I, I do think it's 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 weird. I, I said yesterday, I feel like it's kind of like you've got a toothache, and you've had it for a while, and you're not stopping eating. It's not to the point where you're like, oh, i got to go do this at the dentist and the but it's it's there. You can feel it. There's just something about it. And it, you feel like it could get worse, but you've had a couple of these before and then they just went away and you didn't have them for a long time. So that's kind of what I feel like the economy is at this moment. I feel like we got a bit of a toothache and I feel like it could get worse, but it might also go away or we might actually have to go in and do something about it. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter, your Instagram, and all of the other things. Yesterday, Biden... And Congress decided, let's not have a rail strike, especially with inflation being where it is. Let's get this thing done and dusted and not give them the opportunity. He celebrated that. The president is celebrating the bipartisan action taken by Congress, saying that it pulled the economy back from the brink of a devastating shutdown that would have hurt millions of Americans. He wanted this deal done by the end of the weekend, and he's promising to sign the bill as soon as it hits its desk. Uh, I watched several interviews with people who work in the phil what do you call it is it the railway industry yeah that's fine yeah because i wasn't going to say the train industry that sounds bizarre (laughs) uh several people uh and you know what they were all pissed they felt like the guy and they all said the same thing i voted for this guy this guy comes out all the time and he touts how he's a labor guy, how he's all about the little guys, all about this. Yet when push came to shove and politics got involved and there was a chance that this could hurt him and the Democrats, I guess he, he his whole big thing was, well, we can't allow this to happen. So what is he doing? He took away our bargaining chip. 
That's a fair question to ask. Did he? Did he do that? Did he take away their bargaining chick? I think he did. You can celebrate it all you want, but there are a lot of people who are pissed. They're like, oh, us, the union, who you tout? Who you tout? Who you push and say, it's about unions, it's about this. All of you who say that, who voted for this, well, you really aren't about that. You weren't. You weren't about that at all. And he's right. He's right, like when you think about it. If you look at all the supply chain crisis that we had over the past two years, year and a half, uh, the, the biggest contributor to that was a failure of the railroads to meet their demand. Yeah. Well, they're not going to meet their demand. They're not hiring new people, right? They, 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 they're struggling. And again, this wasn't about money because, like, the, you know, the money side of it, they were going to get uh, 25 to 28% raise. They were going to get, uh, this was a lot about sick leave. This was a lot about not being penalized if they were sick, being able to take a day off. All of those, so much of that, and the fact that they don't have enough employees. They have been out there in the elements during a pandemic where they're, uh, they risk getting sick or making their families sick. So that issue of paid sick leave, specific to sick leave, became really vitally important for a lot of members. Yeah. So, but did he go against the unions? I think he did. I think he absolutely went against the unions, and we'll see. We will see what ends up happening here, but they are not happy about that. And it's not just about moving, you know, stuff from point A to point B, cars, all these things, you know, the, the a lot of our stuff that we consume. We forget about the commuters. This would have affected about 7 million commuters that would have also been affected by the strike, and it has been averted you win against the thing that you're always preaching about labor 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 that makes me you know it just shows you what politics is so much about it is so much about yes it's bad that we're doing this but it's good for me and my party and even though i talk a good game the reality is is eh, when push came to shove i had to do what i had to do now, I look at it and think to myself, it was it, as a leader, you've got to make serious decisions. And he made a serious decision when it comes to inflation. I, I, had inflation not been where it's at, I don't think it would have, I don't know if he would have done this. But as a leader, you've got to make the right decision. And the right decision was, was this one, I think. That was the right decision. At the time, if inflation would be, was that 2%, 3%, do I think he would have done this? I don't know if he would, but being a leader means you have to make serious decisions at times that are very unpopular, even amongst your constituents. That's what being a leader is. And that's the hardest part about being a leader, but that's what makes leaders great. Is making tough decisions that go against even the thing that you might want to happen because it's the right thing to do for the greater good. 323-538-2423, at Chad Minton Show. Your Twitter, tweet at us, text the program. I want to hear from all of you, a little what's trending straight ahead. Omaha Steaks right now. So, and speaking of Omaha Steaks, now I do love myself my Omaha Steaks. I have a couple burgers here. 
We barbecued last night. I got home at the tail end of the finishing up the barbecue uh, because my daughter is obsessed with their hot dogs, lives for their hot dogs. One of the only things she'll eat. That's just awesome. And we, like I said, the memories that you make when you're barbecuing and you're having fun, the steaks are amazing. The taste is incredible. But the opportunity right now to save huge, over 50% off and save an extra $30. Some of these things, you're going to get a big box of meat for like 60 bucks. When you use code Benson on the way out, 100% guaranteed. You're going to love these. The taste is amazing. I don't even have to pretend to tell you. Oh, it's, it's all It is incredible. It really is. And I'm telling you guys, the pork chops. Oh, my Lord. Get yourself all my steaks. Win the holidays. Win the holidays in a lot of ways. Give from your heart, but also from your stomach, and you will be very happy. Go to allmysteaks.com. Use code Benson on the way out. Save an extra $30. They got everything from surf and turf to build your own. It's the kind of love that, well, you don't see very much, and you're saying it with, hey, here's some meat. The best around. OmahaSteaks.com. Code Benson on the way out. OmahaSteaks.com. Code Benson on the way out. Little What's Trending. Straight ahead. Chad Benson Show. Serving up talk radio medium rare and dripping with irony. It's Chad Benson. Now it's time to find out what's trending. What's trending? Einstein, James Dean, Davy Crockett, Peter Pan, Elvis Presley, Disneyland, Princess Grace, Hanky Grace, Trouble in the Suez. Norway, Oman, Pakistan, Qatar, Russia, Suriname. We had a crash, that plenty of Russian lesser bands, birthday party, cheesecake, jelly beef, boom. What's trending? Let's find out what's trending. Lots of World Cup stuff trending right now. Uruguay and Ghana are trending. They've met in the last World Cup. There was controversy because Uruguay star Luis Suarez grabbed the ball and blocked it with his hands like it was a goalie. And uh, Ghana got a penalty shot. He was not thrown out of the game. They missed it. Guess what? Something similar-ish happened. Another penalty shot. Ghana missed it again. The worst penalty I've seen, and there's been a lot of bad ones in this World Cup. Kanye trending. Oh, goodness, Kanye. If you guys haven't heard, he lost his blanking mind. Play a little bit of that, a little bit. Just horrific. Uh, Bills Patriots yesterday. Bills got the win. Told you they would win. And I will give you the rest of my picks uh, coming up bottom of this, uh, uh, end of this hour. Uh, Lots of other stuff. Alan Jackson, uh, country singer. Gaylord Perry, great, great. And I do mean great baseball player that was famous for the spitball. <laughs> There's a great, if you guys, if you're baseball fans, and maybe even younger, if you never you want to see something hilarious, he was famous for throwing junk. And uh, he was, uh, it, it, and it was junk. He just threw the wackiest stuff you could ever seen. I think it was Reggie Jackson struck out when he was an angel, California angel, against him. Might have been a Yankee at the time, but Gaylord Perry at the Mariners. He went, <laughs> he went and grabbed the water giant igloo thing and poured it all over the field. Because <laughs> there was like, there's no way that guy is throwing that stuff. Head over to Twitter. Where uh, lots of stuff trending. Uh, number one trending thing right now is IU, who's the guy who just missed the penalty kick. Drew Brees is trending. Why are they hoping to get him back out of retirement? Because they are a bad, bad. 
that team. Uh, on top of that, you've got tons of stuff that happened with Kanye yesterday trending. He was suspended and kicked off of Twitter today. Star of David is trending because he took a Star of David and a swastika and swastika and melded the two. Oh, yeah, yeah, I could see that. Right? No, no, I can't see that. You nut job. He's lost his mind. I don't, uh, and uh, our good buddy Sam Bankman Freed is also trending. That guy, by the way, does not keep his mouth shut. He was on everything yesterday again. I think Jim Cramer said, you know, you can't just go to the Department of Justice and say, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Oops. He walked, you know, he's like, well, you know, I should have probably spent more than an hour a day looking at some stuff, you know, maybe I should have done some more. I mean, everybody's like, why isn't he in handcuffs? Oh, he's going to be. There's no doubt about that. Unless, you know, some people are saying it was his girlfriend who was the real mastermind in a lot of these things. Is that a possibility? Yeah, it's a possibility his girlfriend was the mastermind in some of these things. Uh, but he was complicit in a lot of it. He must have known what was going on. And if he didn't, then boy, he maybe is. Some people said his best defense is he's an idiot and he should use that. But at the same time, your parents have how much in property? Couple professors, Uber left-leaning professors have how much in property? Over a hundred million dollars? Yeah, I'm not saying that they're involved, but I'm thinking they're involved in some way. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from all of you. Uh, a lot of stuff still to squeeze into. We're going to talk a bit about still what's going on in Idaho because every day it's something new, and every day it feels like they get further away from who murdered those kids and it is it is a nightmare uh that but it also uh, we're going to talk about the fact that they're not set up for any of this stuff it might be time to call in the calvary straight ahead chad benson show the chad benson show Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. China is having issues, you know that. And it's not just COVID protest over the lockdowns. There's also COVID protest over the fact that, well, quite frankly, some people, you can't leave your house. For some people, you can't leave your work. Anger boils over into violent protests at the world's largest iPhone factory. Workers stream out of Foxconn's factory dorms in central China. Protesting unfair treatment, dirty living conditions, and chaotic COVID rules at the Apple supplier. 
Videos obtained by CNN show a group of police in white hazmat suits beating workers with batons and metal rods. The police are hitting people, a worker shouts in the video. The scene turned into a river of blood. Police hit the workers ruthlessly. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's pretty brutal. And it's funny yesterday they had to try to ask Tim Cook about that and he would he ignored all the questions, but Foxconn is like the supplier for Apple. And while everybody else so here's what happened during the COVID zero COVID policy, which isn't changing. You know, people think, Oh, they're they're loose, they're not loosening squat. They're not doing anything. They pretend, but they're not. So but during COVID, the first few rounds of COVID, uh it was very interesting to watch the way that things took place because big manufacturers went to China and said, well, we, we need our stuff. So you're going to have to get, you know, this can't happen. And uh, so you're going to have to figure stuff out. So what they did is they just basically said, all right, well, you guys get to work. You're a necessity. And uh, we don't really care about you. You already work in squalor and slave-like conditions. So if you guys got to live there, you're just going to have to suck it up and deal with it, buttercup. Yeah, they're not happy about it, though. It's getting worse. Well, everybody else is locked down. They can't go home. They're stuck in these. It, it is. It is. We can't fathom this stuff. And it's it's disgusting. The protest escalated into the evening, workers tearing down COVID barriers, using metal beams against police. Masses of they worked together to push over a police car, cheering and chanting. Since October, the Foxconn plant has been sealed off from the outside world after a COVID outbreak that forced employees to live and work on site. And what videos obtained by CNN show are filthy conditions, garbage piling up in the hallway. The factory plunged into chaos. Videos showed workers scrambling, fighting to get enough food and supplies. Yeah. But I really want that iPhone 14 so I could tell everybody how horrible they are on Twitter. Hey, Chad. Masses of workers walked miles along highways to escape the plant. Analysts estimate this factory produces more than half of Apple's iPhones. Apple already warned customers they'll need to wait even longer to get their new products because of China's COVID lockdowns. So to attract workers, Foxconn promised higher pay and bonuses. New workers signed up. But when they got to the factory, the pay package was worse than what Foxconn advertised. A Foxconn employee said workers felt cheated, leading to thousands of people protesting. They lied? What? When you hear that, think about that for a second. For those of you who have an iPhone, right? For a lot of the things that we have, we, it's, it's, it's much like with, uh, you know, uh, you know, you know, nobody wants to know how the, the, the burger's made kind of thing. You know, no, nobody wants to know that. It, it's the same thing. It's your iPhone. Uh, those are people, it's, it's. Look at that. Look what they do. Look how they treat their people. And our our worry is, hey, uh, people who want the iPhone 14, you're going to have to wait a little. What? 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 I have to wait longer? Oh, my God. How? What? They were pissed. They were. China does not care. It doesn't.
I told somebody yesterday, and I, I stick to this right now. If you told Xi, if you kill 50 million of your people, but COVID will be gone, he would do it in a heartbeat. Think about that. Because there is nothing but the party, and that's it. Everybody else is, 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 is a number. They are nothing. They're of no importance. Their lives mean nothing. And that's horrible to say there's no way he would. Yeah, he would. He would. I mean, the reality is if you go look at this, right? And Gordon Chang's brought this up to us on, on several occasions. He believes that Xi in, in China are 100% culpable for this, whether it was lab made or not. 100% culpable in this because they encouraged everybody to continue to take flights from China, knowing full well this thing spread like a wildfire and lied to us because they didn't want to be in a situation, well, hey, if we're stuck with it, everybody else should be stuck with it. And if it's going to hurt you, let's make it hurt you. Took advantage of it. Remember when Trump wanted to shut it down? He said, he's a racist. He's a racist. He's a racist. Let me ask you a question, everybody. If you could go back and we could stop flights coming in here and nip it in the bud before it happened, uh, would you do it then? Well, I mean, you know, it's because, because of red. Would you do it then? Would you? What about the origins, Chad? It was natural. No, the virus itself may have been in nature, but the leaking of the virus and the changing of the virus to get it to a point where it recognized humans was able to get from human to human very fast, that wasn't. Remember if you brought it up, how much trouble, oh my God, you can't, you can't, no, China is in it to win it. That's why I love what uh, uh, Christy Noem is doing in South Dakota. She's the governor there. I love what she's doing. I think more companies, companies, not just states and stuff, they need to do this. Yesterday, I signed an executive order that would ban uh, downloading the TikTok app or accessing it at all from any state device. It's off our networks. It's blocked off of our servers. Any state employee, anybody who contracts with the state of South Dakota, anybody who uses any of our systems no longer will be able to download or utilize this app because of the national security threat that it is. It will be a criminal offense if they do because of the threat and the access to personal information that it would jeopardize. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It is addictive. Over an hour plus a day, people are spending on it. And that's that's an, that's, that's an average because there are people out there that spend zero time on it. And there are other people out there who spend all day on it. And it is addictive. And it's getting in and it's it's we can't stop it unless we get rid of it. Trump tried to do that. It was like, oh, that's a, now what do you have? You have Biden's people. The FCC and several other places are like, dude, we need to get rid of this thing. There is no doubt this thing is exactly what everybody thought it was, what he said it was. But because of the hatred of Trump, you couldn't talk about stuff like that. Here's the reality of it. Yeah, I like what she did. I think companies should do this. You got a company phone. Don't let them have access to it. Because you want to sit there and amuse yourself.
So it's important that we take action to protect the people of South Dakota. You're talking a lot tonight about Twitter and what Elon Musk is uncovering with Twitter. That's an American-owned company. You look at what, how they have manipulated algorithms and think about how China has manipulated the algorithms to spy on the American people and collect data off of them. It's so much worse. And they're our enemy. They hate us. This is why it's so important that other elected officials take action as well. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Absolutely. One hundred percent. Do they hate us? The Communist Party wants nothing to do with us. Xi in particular and 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 the likes of him. Yes, absolutely. Their nationalism is about them and them alone. There is no live and let live. There's enough for everybody scenario in this. 323-538-2423. At Chet Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Give some NFL picks coming up a little bit. Plus a little nature. Nature got punched in the face this time by a little girl, and she is hilarious. Talk about that straight ahead. Ah, Raycon, best earbuds around. Love my Raycons. But on top of that, Raycon is more than just earbuds. It is quality audio like you could not believe. From the best gaming headphones around that my kids absolutely love to the absolute most incredible, and I do mean incredible, little speakers and big speakers that are truly just otherworldly. And, of course, the earbuds that are amazing. Right now, save 15% site-wide, get free shipping, buy now, pay later, 30-day happiness guarantee. You can knock every single person on your list out with the best gifts around. Premium audio at a price that will not break your bank. You go to buyraycon.com slash Chad right now and use code HOLIDAY. 15% off site-wide. Buyraycon.com slash Chad. Love these things. My kids love the gaming headphones. So if you got somebody who loves gaming, these headphones are amazing. Fit, comfort, awesome. Buy now, pay later is also available. Go right now. Buyraycon.com slash Chad. Use, use that code HOLIDAY to save an extra 15%. At Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter, your Instagram, and all the other things. All right, coming up, we'll discuss it. Nature will mess you up. But sometimes nature gets popped right in the face. And sometimes it's a little girl. You don't mess with little girls. Chad Benson Show. Chad Benson Show, where we reach across the aisle and occasionally poke someone in the eye. As you guys know, nature can mess you up. You know that. I know that. We all know that. Sometimes, though, you fight back and you give nature a little what for. I'm fine. 10-year-old Jasmine Carney is one brave, cool kid. I fought a shark and won. You heard that right. Just 48 hours ago, a shark coming right at Jasmine at Hope Sound Beach. What did you see? What did you hear? Something grabbed me, so I'm like, don't you touch me. It looked pretty big, and it was gray. It hurt, so I'm like, kick it, run away. She's a winner right there, kids. She's like, don't you touch me. I don't know who you think you are. She seems like somebody who would sing as she's fighting the shark. I love it. She's just cool. I was amazed. She came running up that beach, screaming, Nana, Nana, something bit me, something bit me. And I saw all the blood. I went and got a lifeguard. Jasmine flying by chopper to Palm Beach Children's Hospital at St. Mary's. Shark bites coming over. Stunning her surgeon. Well, she was very positive from the get-go. 
Positive. She's like, look, this thing bit me. We're going to be all right. Let's just, uh, I'm going to walk this off. You guys don't need to give me any uh, anesthesia. Let's just do this. Focus on the pod. No, she didn't say that. But still, I I love it, right? Positive. Positive thinking, kids. Positive. She just, I kick it. You, you better watch out. You know, it's a bull shark, too, by the way, probably, most likely. Uh, which the fact that she got away that easy. Bull sharks aren't pals of a lot of things. They're the uh, tiger sharks and bull sharks. Tiger sharks are the ocean's garbage can. Bull sharks are the ocean's rhino of hate and anger. A little girl so collected, even with a badly beat up foot. There's a piece missing. It's about this big. Luckily for her, this was the only location that she was beaten. We asked young Jasmine how she's managing to keep calm all this time. This is kind of my favorite one. Busting out her camera roll. To answer that, she'd like everyone to meet her six-year-old brother, Jackson. He's pretty curious, so I might as well stay calm because I know he wouldn't want me to be scared because he's the best little brother in the world. Oh, I love that. I love that. Don't take no crap. But I'm telling you, kids, don't take no crap for them sharks. I love sharks. I do. My wife has always asked me, why aren't you interested in, in you know, stuff like aquariums and things like that? And, you know, going aquatic. Because aquatic is way easier than what I do. <laughs> Here's the way it works in, in the, the crazy reptile world that I live in. The upfront costs really aren't crazy. When it comes to reptiles, some of them can be for certain super exotic pets. Yes, they can. And I have spent way too much money on some. The difference is the maintaining of these animals. You get the animals who are or who need to be fed almost daily. And you're like, they're eating stuff like rabbits and stuff. That's the expense. The heating, the cooling. Here, you would think, well, sharks, I mean, you know, sharks are easy to take care of. I've got people I know, friends uh, who've got tons of shark tanks and stuff. That stuff's way easier. They're like, you should just do this. It's cool. It's neat. I said, but you can't play with them. You know, you can't, there's, a, there's the thing. I take some of my big animals out and I can walk around with them. It's fun. But I've thought about the shark. I've had, I didn't have, I had, I had octopuses when I was younger. I like that. I had seahorses, but they were a pain in the ass to take care of. Pain in the butt. Pain in the butt. But uh, NFL is this weekend. Currently, I'm sitting 110 wins, 67 losses, and a tie. Want to know? Last night, said yesterday the Bills would beat... uh, the Pats, they did that 24, what's it, 24 7, something like that, 24 10. Uh, so, got a win there. Packers take on the Bears this weekend. Uh, it's hard to pick against Aaron Rodgers, even though he's injured and he said that he is very open to even a quarterback change uh, if they're eliminated from the playoffs because they've got to make a decision on, on Love, who's their backup quarterback, who looked really good last week. Uh, so Aaron Rodgers, though, it's hard to go against the Bears because he just owns the Bears, and he said that as much on several occasions. I'm going with the Packers. Steelers, Falcons, I'm taking the Falcons. Vikings will get over the Jets. Lions, Jags, somebody's got to win. I'm going with the Lions. Eagles, Titans, big game. Eagles, what, 10-1? Titans leading their division. They were the AFC uh, leaders last year, even though they didn't make it. Uh, they got eliminated. I'm going with the Eagles on this one. Texans, Browns. Touched on it earlier. 
I'm going to go with the Texans. I'm kidding. I'm going with the Browns. Why would you do that? Well, Deshaun Watson comes back this weekend after being suspended. So he didn't play all of the all of last season, the COVID and everything. And then, of course, it's been like two years since he's played. And the Browns traded a lot to get him. They gave him a huge fat contract. And, of course, he went through all of the legal stuff with all what 23 women. Apparently, a lot of them are going to be at the game this weekend. But he makes his debut for the Browns. I'm going to go with the Browns on this one. I was kidding with the Texans, please. If there was nobody on the field, I would pick nobody versus the Texans. It's not very nice. Giants and the Commanders. Sorry, Phil. Uh, I think Giants get well this weekend. Broncos, Ravens take the Ravens. 49ers, Dolphins, best game of the weekend. I am going Niners. I don't want to face that defense. They're going to be good. They're going to be strong. I'm picking the Niners in that one. Rams and the Seahawks. Uh, Seahawks. Yeah, go Seahawks in that one. Uh, You know, I just... The Rams look really bad. They're banged up. This is not their year. It's over. They're not going to be defending uh, any anything else here. So uh, go with the uh, Seahawks on that one. Uh, take the Chargers over the Raiders. The Bengals to beat the Chiefs. Cowboys over the Colts Monday night. Buccaneers and the Saints take the Bucks at home. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. Eat your Twitter. You miss any show. Grab the podcast. It is the Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Look, I could start talking about a lot of things today, and we've been talking about it throughout the show, but the reality is he's lost his mind. And here's the question, and we're talking about Kanye, and we'll get to some of the wacky stuff he said. Either he is an anti-Semite, which at this point it's hard to argue against, or... He is mentally disturbed. I heard somebody say uh, a couple different people that are uh, psychologists and psychiatrists that, you know, giving their their their, uh, you know, two cents into this because people are asking the question. It's not just us. And we've been and I've been saying it for a while. I think mentally he's disturbed. He is. They're saying he's not bipolar. This this person's coming off as somebody who's almost schizophrenic. And I was like, oh, wow. So if you haven't heard, and pretty much most of you have, if you've been listening to the show, God bless you. Thanks for doing that. Uh, He went on. And uh, this guy, Alex Jones. Oh, my God, it's Alex Jones. The gay frog, all of the stuff. You know, Alex Jones, uh, the denial of Sandy Hook, all of it. He managed to shut him up. Not Kanye. Kanye kept talking. Alex was the one who was like, hey, what? But here's the question. What are we doing giving him a microphone anymore? Why are people putting him out there? It's a fair question to ask. I I said it many, 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 many moods ago. 
Dr. Phil had Shelley Duvall on. If you don't know who Shelley Duvall, she was a famous actress in the 70s and, and 80s. Of course, she started in The Shining and several other movies. And then she she was mentally disturbed. And it got really, really bad. And Dr. Phil had her on. And I thought to myself, mental illness as entertainment. That's a tough one. So when all the stuff started coming out yesterday on my local show, uh, our news uh, person, uh, Becky, Becky said to us, he sounds mentally disturbed. And I said, I know, yeah, I know. And you guys get it. Well, we'll play a little bit. You can, you can make a, a, a judgment for yourself if you haven't heard of him. This is Kanye, who, by the way, shows up, right? Kanye shows up. In a, was it Balenciaga uh, hoodie slash face mask where you can't even see his face, right? So he's there. You can't see his face. He's got, you know, this, this, it's just, it's a bizarre look. And we're not even, by the way, this stuff is vile and disgusting, some of the other stuff that he said was even wackier than this as far as the crazy scale. Yeah, I don't, I don't like the word evil next to Nazis. I think we need to look at... <laughs> oh, my goodness. The most Nazi-like activities I've seen, and, and the Nazis, in my view, were thugs that shook people down to a lot of really bad things. But they did good things, too. We're going to stop dissing the Nazis all the time. I love Jewish people, but I also love Nazis. I love Jewish people... But I also love Nazis. So this is already starting to go sideways. And how she goes, I can't believe it. I like, yeah, there's gay frogs. You know, everything should be just about gay frogs. So if you would have stuck with your gay frogs and a bunch of your other wackiness and conspiracy theories and stayed away from the Sandy Hook thing, you would be more of hilarity. And by the way, here's something about Alex Jones. A lot of what Alex Jones conspiracy theory wise said, you know, some of the wacky stuff turned out to be fairly accurate. Maybe not to the point where it was 100% true, but there was a lot more true than wrong. But then he went off like everybody else. He went off the, the, the reservation. He, he, he slipped out of reality into insanity. This here, though, I don't know what this is from Kanye. When I watch him, I feel like this is somebody who is mentally disturbed because he talks about MK ultra talks about the government trying to kill him in this interview. He holds up a butterfly net and talks through it in weird voices. Then he holds up a, a, a yoo And he says it represents who Benjamin Netanyahu or Yahoo. Cause he says the Jews are trying to shoot down and or, crash his plane this is the mind of somebody who's lost the plot i don't think hitler was a good guy i get the uh the hugo boss uniforms amazing uh but i mean just because you're in love with the design you're a designer can we just kind of say like you like the, the you like the uniforms but that's about no, it we we know there, there's a lot of things that i love about hitler a lot of things. Hey, uh, Netten, what did you think about that, Netten? This is insane. You are an insane person. So he's got the net, you hear him? This is it. 
this is a this is a problem here. Sounds like a, this is the ramblings of a madman. What's the old saying? If you're poor and you act like that, you're crazy. But if you're rich and you act like this, you're eccentric and canceled. There is no coming back from this, by the way. I love everyone, and Jewish people are not going to tell me, you can love us, and you can love what we're doing to you with the contracts, and you can love what we're, you know, what we're pushing with the pornography, but this guy that invented highways, invented the very microphone that I use as a musician, you can't say out loud that this person ever did anything good, and I'm done with that. I'm done with the classifications. Every human being has something of value that they brought to the table, especially Hitler. And he didn't kill six million Jews. That's just like factually incorrect. That's just factually incorrect. Well, he himself did not kill six million Jews individually, right? But yeah, he did. The architect, along with several others. Absolutely. No, he did not highways. There were plans that he put into place to get everybody a job. And one of those things was this mass government high, uh, you know, hiring and, and building up this massive, uh, huge infrastructure programs so everybody could have a job, so everybody could be able to afford uh, the Volkswagen, the bug, the people's car, and, and they could have highways to drive it. Yes, that, but he didn't invent highways. And no, he did not invent your microphone. <laughs> That is the funny thing. He invented my microphone. He invented your microphone. Really? I don't, well, you know, there, you use, I'm sure, several different microphones, uh, but the, uh, uh, the audio technica, he didn't invent. But uh, again, you have a problem. Much bigger than whether or not he invented the microphone. You've got a problem. A serious, serious problem. And I think mental illness has a lot to play with it. And then we start asking ourselves, you know, TMZ won't even put him on it. When TMZ says, nah, I don't think so anymore. Like they're, when, when they're starting, everybody's kind of slowly but surely. The people that in the powers that be are, are moving away because they understand he's mentally ill. Now, I, there is no coming back from this. At least I don't think so. But I did ask the question yesterday to a couple of people around here. I said, hey. Just out of curiosity, what if he is truly schizophrenic? What if he ends up having to go away for a significant period of time and gets hospitalized and say he reemerges in three or four years and he's medicated and he's like, I was out of my mind. I'd lost my mind. I didn't know what I was doing. I, I, I just, I, does that change? Do we look at that in a different way? Is there forgiveness in the world? Right? Now, again, this I think there's no coming back from at all. And, uh, but it is, if he's truly schizophrenic, if he's diagnosably schizophrenic, I'm not saying this is a pass. I mean, but the reality is, is if this guy knows, it's just, you know, I mean, take away even the, 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 the Hitler and the Jew stuff, which is a, abominable that is saying the stuff he's saying is an abomination to all the things that took place in the the 30s and 40s and the rise of nazism and white supremacy and the hatefulness the other stuff alone 
is crazy. But if he had schizophrenia and it was diagnosed and he was in a hospital for a while and he comes out and he's like, I'm sorry, do people forgive? I think it'd be tough, even at that point. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. And I think the other thing people need to you know think about, too, when it comes to him is why we keep giving him the opportunity to talk. And we discuss it because people are discussing it. That's what we do. We discuss the things, the bigs, the topics, the stuff that's happening in the world today. But why do people continue to give him a microphone? And for so many people... It's because they know they're going to get good press out of it. Somebody said today, if he if he wanted to come on your show, would you let him? Nope. I I don't. I'm sorry. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to allow somebody to 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 continue to put. First of all, say and spew the things that he says. Secondly, somebody who I think is mentally not all there to continue to to say hurtful and hateful things and continue to for his kids alone. That was one of the things he was asked yesterday, too, about his kids. And he said, oh, my baby mama makes a lot of money. They'll be fine. I'm like, Dad, I don't think that was what they were thinking about. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show. Your Twitter tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from all of you. I do. A lot of stuff still to get to. I'm going to have a preview of the World Cup game tomorrow as the U.S. takes on uh, the Netherlands. The Netherlands which will be awesome. There's some controversy in the World Cup. Plus, something happened after the United States beat Iran. And it is very interesting. Some of the stuff that we had talked about, the repercussions back home, what may happen. We'll talk about that as well. Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. Right now, get a free bag of Rough Greens delivered to you. All you have to do is cover the cost of shipping. It's a few bucks. So what do you get? Well, you get vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369 in this amazing powder form, all formulated and put together over years and years and years of research by Dr. Dennis Black, a naturopathic doctor. You sprinkle it on top of your dog's food, and what happens? Well, your dog's food is not living. It's shelf-stable, meaning it's supposed to live on a shelf for a while. This is going to bring out all of the goodness and the dogs are going to start to consume that they're going to feel so much better they're going to have more energy they're going to be healthier and happier that's helped my dogs get off to a great start and my older dog well he's kicking it and loving it and living his best little life right now and i love that five years i think uh this january with rough greens and how long i've been giving it to doodle and we thought we we're gonna put doodle to get uh to sleep we don't we don't we haven't and we thought we were gonna have to Try it for yourself. Rough Greens, K9 Vitasmart. Get a free bag now. RUFFGreens.com slash Chad. RoughGreens.com slash Chad. RoughGreens.com slash Chad. At Chad Benson Show. C-H-A-D-B-E-N-S-O-N. Chad Benson Show. You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. The president is celebrating the bipartisan action taken by Congress, saying that it pulled the economy back from the brink of a devastating shutdown that would have hurt millions of Americans. He wanted this deal done by the end of the weekend, and he's promising to sign the bill as soon as it hits its desk. Yeah. So they averted the strike yesterday, which is a good thing. We need that. Uh, this would have been ugly, but doesn't mean things are we're out of the. The woods. We're still this, again, we're in this weird, precarious situation of 
we have got an economy that has plenty of jobs available. We have an economy that is still spending money. We've got now gas prices coming down, but we still have inflation that's there. We're seeing layoffs in places. In fact, CNN, Gannett, some of the big media uh, organizations are laying off, and the tech world is laying off a ton of stuff. Now, some of the things that people are talking about when it comes to the tech world is, and I saw the, uh, uh, the CEO for LinkedIn said, look, it's about refocusing now. And I think what happens in a lot of these big businesses in particular is you, you get to a point where things are so good that you can afford to hire 50, but you may only need 30. And I think what we're starting to see now is the thinning of the herd slim, you know, slimming down and kind of fine, you know, fine streaming some of the things that are going to be they're going to be doing. But, you know, one of the ways you start to bring down inflation has always been about, you know, we need more people that are unemployed. It sounds horrible. Uh, we need more. Uh, we we need a slowdown in the economy, and that's one of the things that are going to happen. But is this a slowdown in the economy that we're when we think of a slowdown in the economy? And I'm not even going back to 2008 because that was a that was a crash. I'm thinking more of a you know the early 2000s kind of slowdown where it's several months of you know unemployment at nine percent, seven percent. And and things figure itself out. Or did we get past the worst? Because many economists say, hey, if if they're thinking about raising rates, but they're only going to do it about a half point. Well, that's signals that we may have already got through the worst. It's still a bizarre situation. But the averting of the rail strike is definitely going to help with the things like inflation and the potential of what it could have done when it comes to goods and those goods costing more again pushing prices higher you've got gas prices coming down they're talking about three dollar average potentially by christmas now that being said as we head into this month december we're on the second already you've got to look up and say all right well now the real sanctions are going to slowly but surely start to come in because when what we talked about yesterday when you sanction a company Rarely is it immediate because so much of what you've done is you've already promised and or purchased out. So you're still receiving. Now they're going to start to get the sanctions in full. What does that do? But with China and its COVID lockdown and the nightmare that's going on there, that has helped because they're not consuming the same amount of energy as they would be in a normal time, which is a huge helper. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show, your Twitter. Tweet at us. Speaking of China, the uh, uh, Formula One canceled the race that they were supposed to have in 2023 in China, the China the Chinese Grand Prix, uh, citing COVID as a reason. But I think the reality is unrest is also part of that reason. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show, your Twitter question. Do you let your kid curse at home? We'll talk about that. Did we just invent our demise? Talk about that. Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show.
independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Coming up. Wormholes. Did we create a wormhole? It's crazy. It's crazy what they've done. Uh, We'll talk about that in a little bit. Plus, I have your exciting U.S. national team versus the Dutch. Niederlands. And the game tomorrow as they try to get into, yes, the quarterfinals. It is the holiday season. Uh, Last night we started putting some of our stuff up. We'll finish it tomorrow. We would have usually had it up by now. We'll get our tree tomorrow, uh, which drives my wife crazy because I like a real Christmas tree. Are you a real Christmas tree person or are you a faux Christmas tree person? Now, over the years, I will admit, faux Christmas trees have gotten a lot better because there was a time when faux Christmas trees looked exactly that. Fake AF. You're not fooling anybody. Right, that don't look real at all. But that being said, they've gotten a lot better. But I like the experience. I want Charlie to have the experience. The girls like the experience. My wife, eh, she's. I love the experience. I love the experience of of going. I love the experience of 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 you know you know picking the tree out, turning it. Yeah, no, yeah, mo, yeah, maybe, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, no. I love all of those experiences. But that being said, the holidays can be stressful. You know it, and I know it. So, are they any more stressful now? What do we have to do to take a deep breath and relax? These are little tips that can help you because, yes, there are pressures, especially this time of year, because we all feel we have to be perfect. December, I know, right? And the pressure of that holiday season is kicking in, but you shouldn't feel hopeless. There are a variety of ways to cope with the stress. And joining us this morning to talk about ways to relax this holiday season is Kaiser Permanente psychologist, Dr. Jim Rains. I think when it comes to stress, too, like a lot of folks are dealing with it on a day-to-day basis. And during the holidays, you may not even realize that it's ramping up internally. That's right. And one of the things I tell people is, look, there's stress going on all through the year. And what happens is as we get into this area, we have obligations and expectations. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, it's the end of the year, too, right? We're scrambling to do some stuff. We're doing, but also, we're looking back at the last 11 months and those things that we thought we wanted to get done. Maybe we didn't get some of them done. Maybe we got some stuff done. The weight you wanted to lose, the getting out of debt, et cetera, et cetera. There's that, too. There's a bit of, I think, holiday regret. But we need to be careful, and there are things we can do to make sure we don't get overwhelmed or out of balance. You sometimes get into this idea of, wait, am I going to be able to do all the things I'd like to do for my kids? Am I going to be able to do all the things I'd like to do for friends? Those types of things. And I would always say, you know, keep a budget, you know, scheduling, those types of things. We can get really out of whack in terms of I've got to go here. I've got to do this. Yeah, I think the word no is your best friend this time of year. And for a lot of people, that's tough to do, right? You, Especially a time of year like this, because it is, you feel like I want to give, I want to be able to do stuff. I want to say thank you. I want to, and, and, you know, it's okay to give a gift on the 27th. It's okay to give a gift on the, you know, early next year saying, ah, I wouldn't have time. That's okay. It is. It is. Your kids, though, it's a tough thing, right? And, and you know, it's a tough thing. It's like, oh, yeah, sorry I couldn't get you a gift. It's coming on the 20, 29th. It, and some of that might be, you got to explain, as a supply chain, it's a good it's a good life lesson. Santa doesn't miss. But it's okay to, to say that. And I, and I have to, no needs to be more of a vernacular in my life. Uh, you need to use that word more in my life 
than I do now because I end up doing way too much and my wife gets mad at me. You know, it's like you're doing too much. And I'm like, yeah, sometimes. But it's it's because that's what I like to do. I'm always going. You know, my uncle and I always talk about we, we're always going. We're working really, really hard doing all the things we now. So one day maybe we don't have to work so hard. But it's not just about that. I do have a tough time uh, of saying no. And it has nothing to do with gifts. And just sometimes I'm just always doing. And even around here, they push me. You need to take more time off. You know, you're working 100 hours a week sometimes. You need to take more time off. You need to do stuff like that. But I always go back to this. You know, people ask, I forgot who it was. Why do you do all the things you do? He goes, I forgot who was a famous star. He said, because one day they'll stop asking. You're like, oh, oh, I get that. I get that. But during the holiday season, yeah, it's okay to say no. You still have the obligations. You got to take your kids to school. You have to get to your job. You have to do these other things. And it's when we get overwhelmed at this time of year that it can really get us out of balance. Think in terms of balance. You got to exercise. You've got to eat well. Those things that a lot of times we will jettison uh, are things we need to make sure that we keep in our lives. This is the one stressor we have that will end around the end of December. Mm -hmm. So you will get through it. Balance. Maintain that balance. Learning to say no is okay. It is. It is. Not just no. Remember, no, like like everything in life, is not what you say, but how you say it. You know what, man? I'd love to come, but I just can't make it. It's just, it's impossible. I got the kids. I got this. I got that. You know, wife's got this. Or, you know, my my son's got that. My brother's got this. You know, it's just work, the whole, it, it's, but I'd love to be there. And, and it's the way you say no. That's the, that's the other thing. Life, man. I, 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 that's one of the things I preach to my kids. Guys, it's not what you say always. It's how you say it that is important. Very, very true. Because you can soften a blow to somebody by being kind. And you could take something that is a nothing, and by the way you say it, it becomes a something that it shouldn't become. Oh, yeah, yeah. Words matter. Speaking of words, this mom has caused a kerfuffle on the old interwebs because she lets her little one say some foul language at the house. I'm very confident in my parenting style, so let's talk about it. About a year or two ago, I decided that I would be the person in my daughter's life to teach her the context of swear words. And in my home, they're actually called home words because that's what they are. They are words that are only allowed to be used at home. And with that being said, home words are actually a privilege, which means it can be revoked at any time. Examples of when home words would be revoked is if she would ever use a home word to offend or be mean to another person or to even be mean about herself. But do you want to know what's so crazy? In the past two years of teaching my daughter context and allowing her to use home words, we've never had an issue. She's a very well-behaved, polite little girl who just gets good grades and is respectful to teachers and classmates. Never had an issue. Isn't that crazy? I decided from day one that I would always be a safe space for my daughter to be able to come to me with absolutely anything and everything and never be afraid or fearful that she's going to be in trouble. And I understand not all of us were raised that way. I wasn't raised that way either, but I'm choosing to break the cycle. So I hope this helps. Uh, yeah. I don't have a problem with that. A lot of people do. I don't. So I have a four-year-old. I don't want her cursing. Uh, I have two 12-year-olds and I have a 14-year-old. I'm not really bothered. I'm not. 
You know, I told Jack, uh, look, you're on the ice. You're going to say some stuff with your buddies. You're going to say some stuff. Understand the context of what you're saying. And again, it goes back to how do you say those things? You know, like what's the because uh, context does matter. You know, just walking around dropping the F-bomb and this, that and the other. I'll say this over the weekend, last weekend. Jack comes to me after the one of the games and a team he ended up playing, I think, in the semifinals again. They ended up meeting again. The Ducks. Uh, there was a kid on their team who so Jack's team is they're they're what they call uh in hockey it's really weird. It's like, uh, what year is this? Oh, these are tens. They're not under tens, they're bored in two thousand tens. You know, two thousand tens, two thousand elevens kind of era. So uh you know, Jack's twelve years old. And I said uh so what's wrong? He goes, man, when we see that kid, number 10, on their team again, we're going to light him up. And I said, what happened? Well, they've got their defense. They've got two girls on Jack's team who play defense. And one of the guys on the other team, a child, called this girl the C word. Now, saying, dropping an S-bomb or... Or, uh, you know, son of a, okay, you, you're, you're, you're 10, 12, you know, it's, it's going to happen. The C word was not anywhere near my vernacular at that age. And I heard a lot of cussing. My dad never, ever thought, I don't know if I should say this in front of my son. Poor decision making. Absolutely. At times. And I told Jack. Did the coaches know? Coaches do know. Did you tell the ref? Ref didn't hear it. I said, some of the parents did. So, well, if you meet him up again and he says that on the ice, I said, you have my permission as a father to decleat him. <laughs> so we would say, knock him out. What, you know, crush into him. He did it again. This time the parents all heard it. The co- some of the coaches heard it. And Jack went after him as a good boy. Uh, and, and, you know, kind of laid into him. I said, Jack, you're twice the size of some of these kids. Don't be afraid to, you know, throw your big butt around. And afterwards, you know, it was very obnoxious. And it was interesting to see the coaches on the other team said, look, we're going to take care of this. The, that's not how you use a curse word. All right. Unless you're in Britain, because that was the big shocking thing. I was telling people yesterday when I lived in England and I went over there and I was a young kid, I was absolutely flabbergasted. By the C word. Here's a 16 year old kid over here. And again, I've heard the word, obviously, but it's not something here. We're like, ah, over there. It was just part of the vernacular. It's just what we do. (laughs) It's who we are. It is. But I don't have a problem with, you know, Jack and his friends will cuss when they're playing video games. I don't have a problem. They don't use the F word too much. But, uh, you know, they'll call each other, you know, names or they're played. I said, I said, again, all in jest, having fun. I never had a problem inside the house. I don't do that. You know, I don't freak out. I just never had that problem. And I had a lot of people yesterday say, well, you know, when, 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 when that happens, it's because people are unintelligent. That's not true. Many studies have come out that have said people who curse tend to have a higher IQ and have more intelligence. So much of it is about what? Context. Funny story, uh, before I get to my picks, and we'll do them on the next break for uh, the World Cup and give you my breakdown. I remember I was, my little brother, Tristan, who's 23 now, he, 
was probably five at the time, maybe six, but probably five or six. <laughs> and my and his older sister was probably nine. So my little sister Bree, she comes in the house because she was quite the tattletale. She comes in the house and she says to my my mom. She called her Marnie, Grandma Marnie. So Grandma Marnie. My mom had adopted her, but she knew her originally as Grandma. She says, Grandma Marty. And she goes, what, Brie? She goes, and we're all sitting there. She goes, Tristan called me an effing B. And I'll never forget this. My mother looks right at her and says, what were you? <laughs> she told her the story, and she goes, Tristan, you shouldn't say that. But in context, that was the right way to use that. <laughs> but don't. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show. Twitter, tweet at us, text the program. Let uh, let me know, are you a fake tree person, a real tree person? Throw it up on the old uh, Twitter. Check it out. Vote right now. MyPillow has uh, deep discounts on all the things, including a great discounts on towels, great discounts on the MyPillow itself, the mattress topper, the, the you name it, they have it. The mattress topper is my favorite thing in the world. I love the pillow. Uh, the towels right now are 40 bucks, normally 90. Cotton's grown here in the U.S., but they've got deep discounts on everything. And you buy now, you can push out and extend your warranty. So you have more time to sit with it, use it inside if you like it, all the way out to March. But you're going to love, especially the towels, $40 right now for the towels. And cotton's grown in the U.S., super absorbent. You'll love these. But take advantage of all the deep discounts going on right now. Great Christmas gifts. Go to MyPillow.com slash Benson. Use code Benson right there. MyPillow.com slash Benson. MyPillow.com slash Benson. At Chad Benson Show, Twitter. C-H-A-D-B-E-N-S-O-N. All right, coming up, we'll touch quickly on the wormhole. Then, give you my pick for the big game tomorrow. United States taking on the Dutch. Holland, the Netherlands. Who will win? Can we win? Straight ahead, Chad Benson Show. Serving up talk radio medium rare and dripping with irony, it's Chad Benson. Yes, tomorrow we are into the round of 16, the World Cup. Tomorrow we got out of the knockout phase. Yesterday was Awesome. Costa Rica, Germany, back and forth. At one time, both Spain and Germany would have been eliminated had the results been stopped right there uh, from the tournament. Spain squeaked through. Japan won the group. Costa Rica ended up losing, but Germany is eliminated. So think about this. Belgium, out of the tournament. One of the favorites. Although I never thought they were going to be. I thought their golden age had passed. Right. Gone. Mexico. Gone. Costa Rica, who we played along the way to get to the tournament, gone. Canada, who won the group uh, to get to the tournament in our region first, gone. Some of the big favorites are out, and we are through. Tomorrow, we face the Dutch, the mighty, mighty Dutch. That's what everybody knows. People ask me all the time, why aren't we better at soccer? I said, let me tell you something. It has nothing to do with athletes. We have the best athletes on the planet. It has zero to do with that. The difference between us and so much else is our athletes, A, have choice, right? They play football. They play basketball. They have choice. 
where in other countries, they don't have the kind of choice, even if there is other sports to still choose from, that we have here with the setups that we have here. The second thing is the countries we face have heritage in soccer. They have a long history of the game and coaching. Some of my first coaches never even picked up a ball. My high school coach was eh, not really. I mean, I was coached by much better coaches by then. But in high school, it's not a great way to to uh, to measure because club soccer is more important. But my high school coach was a wrestling coach. He didn't know anything about soccer. I mean, my dad coached my first team. He and 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 his buddy coached our first team, and he was reading a book during the game, trying to figure out what was going on. Because he didn't know the rules. I mean, that so so much of it is coaching. And the Dutch may have the best coaches in the world. That being said, our kids have learned. They have come up in ways. I learned vast majority of what I do all by watching. These kids are learning. And so tomorrow we take on the Dutch, the mighty Dutch. We've got two players that absolutely... We need to watch out for first in the back. They've got the arguably the best defender in the world. Virgil van Dyke, Liverpool guy's amazing. Absolute stud. Incredible. Ridiculous. Up front, they have a superstar in the making that still plays in Holland, which is rare because when usually you get to a certain level, you, big teams from like the big five, as they call it, will come and snatch you up. His name is Cody Gapko. We got to get on him because he scored in every game and we got to take our chances. But our chances are good. Do I fear the Dutch? I do not. I think it's going to be a tough, tough game. And I wouldn't be surprised to see this thing go into extra time. Because starting tomorrow, it is extra time and penalties. My prediction? The United States, two. Holland, one. Ooh. Hopefully. Come on, boys. You can do it. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show's your Twitter. Have a great rest of your day. The weekend is here as always. Night-night, Jack. This is the Chad Benson Show.